Well, it is a great day for talk radio. A lot to discuss. We've already been in the throes of discussing this NAFTA rearrangement, whatever it's going to be called. And uh, so I wanted to drill down on that as a first order of business here on the Thursday edition. And I'd mentioned where uh, one of the talking points has been supply management. Martha Hall Findlay, uh, one-time liberal cabinet minister, is now the president of a think tank, the Canada West Foundation, writing an op-ed piece in Post Media News saying the time has come for the government to simply get rid of supply management because it's protecting farmers at the expense of other workers, including those in the auto industry. Interesting. She's rather forthright about that. Let's get more detail. Martha Hall Finley joins us here on the Oakley Show this afternoon. Hi, Martha. Hi, John. How are you? Very good. How about you? Good, thank you. Good. All right. Well, you know, as I say, uh, you're rather forthright in your conclusion, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you believe it's time. Uh, tell us why. Expand well, on that. To be clear, I have been saying this for six years now. Mm-hmm. So it's not a new thing. Um, we've actually been doing a lot of work over the last number of years, uh, not only in really deep, doing deep analysis of what the supply management system does, the domestic economic distortions, the problems it creates for trade witness, what's happening with NAFTA, but that's not the only one. And, and not only doing that, but then spending the last few years coming up with recommendations for how can we actually move away from it in a way, in a way that's fair to the, to the dairy, poultry, and egg producers. And in your intro, you, you mentioned farmers. I have to really stress, supply management only helps, only protects, has this system for not even 6% of Canadian farmers. It's mm. only dairy, poultry, and eggs. It doesn't help beef, doesn't do anything for pork or grains or pulses or oil seeds. And so it's not a question of farmers. It's a question of a very small number now of, of what have now become really quite wealthy producers. It's time to move beyond supply management. It just so happens that it's, that it's, you know, it's also something that the Americans are asking for. Well, all right. Uh, is there a Maybe a compromise that you can foresee, because you talked about, you know, uh, trying to wean us off that or them off this system that does protect the privileged, what, 11,000, I guess, dairy farmers, uh, primarily in Quebec and Ontario. So in other words, it's not a zero-sum game necessarily, like take it entirely off that maybe they'd be subsidized in other ways because the Americans subsidize their agriculture. How do you see it? Well, to be fair to the American subsidization program, they used to subsidize dairy immensely. They actually don't subsidize dairy nearly to that extent anymore. And, and you know, all the OECD studies show the Canadian subsidization via supply management is three to seven times greater than that of the American. So that's a, that's a bit of a, that's an old argument, and then we really shouldn't be using it anymore. Having said that, we absolutely should insist on a level playing field. And so whatever our negotiators come up with, whether it's an increase in the amount of, uh, you know, an increase in the percentage of the market available tariff-free to American imports, whether it's, um, you know, whether, as we've recommended, just just move, transition away from supply management entirely. Um, but even if it's opening up some portion of the, of the market. So with the uh, the uh, trade agreement with the European Union, we opened up a couple of extra percentages of our market because most of our markets closed entirely mm-hmm. to um, imports. We did agree to opening up a couple of percentage points of our cheese market, and the federal government compensated, offered compensation of close to half a million, half a billion dollars. So for a couple of points of the market, that speaks volumes, I think. 
under the Trans-Pacific Partnership, um, when the Americans were a part of that, we agreed to open up 3.25% uh, of, of our overall dairy market and about 2% of poultry and eggs. If you remember, the Harper government at the time offered up to $4.3 billion in compensation and transition. We're talking really big money for very small percentage of the market. Our view now is that whatever we do with the Americans, whatever we offer them, it's still going to be awfully expensive. We should actually bite the bullet and move away from the entire system once and for all. Do it fairly. Make sure it's a level playing field with the Americans. We don't want to, you know, we absolutely want to make sure that our our producers are, are looked after properly. But it's time. All right, with Martha Hall Findlay, she's with the Think Tank Canada West Foundation on the supply management. She says, kill it, it's time. Uh, but the political reality, you mentioned the Harper government offering up the big coin, $4.3 billion. Uh, Premier Couillard uh, just today, I guess, in Quebec was saying they'd be held to pay if the Liberals betray the Quebec dairy farmer. So, I mean, and, you know, Andrew Scheer is much uh, in favor of retaining the status quo as well. It's all about the votes in uh, in Quebec, isn't it? It is, but... It's all about votes generally, um, not just in Quebec, but certainly that's important. But even in Quebec, we're finding more and more people who are recognizing that although the system had value five decades ago when it was brought in, there were 145,000 dairy farmers across the country. They were struggling uh, for reasons that existed then that don't exist now. Um, but even they are recognizing, more and more of the public are recognizing that there's a lot more money for basic food stuff. Um, cheese, milk, you know, chicken, eggs, than they should be. You know, we're so quick to complain about our cell phone bills, but we don't bat an eye at hundreds of dollars extra for some of these basics. More and more people are realizing that that's what's happening, and they're also realizing that that extra money is going to support what's now a very small number of, on average, millionaires. And the public, therefore, is is increasingly saying, wait a second, um, maybe, maybe we don't actually think that supply management should be maintained. Well, it's interesting, you know, you talk about uh, the well-to-do dairy farmers. On the other side of the ledger, uh, these prices that are falsely inflated penalize the poor more so than anybody else. I mean, you're paying three times as much for milk, it's a staple. Uh, so I'm with you as far as that's concerned. But you know, the argument's been presented to me by those in favor of maintaining the status quo is that there's cost certainty built into supply management. So it offsets the vagaries in something environmental or uh, global economics or something. It protects the family farm. Are they wrong? Yeah, but, but John, it doesn't protect the family farm in that sense. That The rate of consolidation has been, in fact, higher. So by, by that, I mean the number of farms that are, are disappearing by consolidation, right? They're, they're uh, gathering up to, to become larger farms. The rate of consolidation has been higher in Canada in dairy, poultry, and eggs than almost every other agricultural sector. And in terms of protection on pricing, well, what do you say to the beef farmers and the pork farmers and the grain and oil seed producers? If everybody else competes, everybody else competes globally as well. Why not the dairy, poultry, and egg farmers? And that price, um, that that ability to count on a price, it might have been useful when it was in, in really tough times. But now we're dealing with, as I said, a small number of. Uh, producers who have now become very wealthy. So at some point you have to say, why is dairy and poultry and egg production so special? 
Well, and uh, you do point out in your op-ed piece that uh, this is not something worth uh, retaining, so we'd sacrifice on the altar of supply management, the auto industry jobs, for example, and uh, that's why you're ready to jettison this thing. Now is the most propitious time, I guess, is what you're saying. Well, and and the frustration is, I mean, we've been saying this for years, the frustration now is that people are going to say, well, we can't give in to Donald Trump, right? We don't want to do this because Donald Trump wants us to do it. Well, just don't tell them, right? Let's do it because it's the right thing for Canada. And if we can actually, in doing so, now might be a great time because in doing so, we're, we're, we're well, flip it in protecting it and insisting on we are actually using up leverage. We have Chapter 19 dispute settlement resolution provisions that we're concerned about. We have auto sector. If we don't get NAFTA, we've got threats of 25% on the auto sector. Um, these are serious issues. We have not specifically NAFTA, but the tariffs on steel and aluminum. Um, there's no question that standing firm, and we're protecting our small number of wealthy dairy farmers um, at the expense of all of these other sectors, is something that a lot of Canadians should be taking exception to. I understand. As the sharks are circling, and, uh, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice somebody so the rest can swim away. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, if, if you do it fairly, it's it, not a sacrifice. No. That's, we've been calling for it to be done fairly, so it should, it, it's doable, for sure. Absolutely. Well, your points are all well taken, and I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon and uh, telling us expressly where you're coming from. Thanks so much, Martha. Well, thanks to you, John. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, Martha Hall Finley, President of Canada West Foundation. There you go. <laughs> you can tell she's out of politics because, you know, uh, okay, so you took off the Quebec voting block of dairy farmers there.